Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust. As the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the bright race, the Amen race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual leader, Minkares, and this is Mentalist Radio, and tonight, tonight, we're going to be exposing Pan-Africanism and the big ongoing lie about Alex Haley's book, Roots. Why am I making reference to this old, outdated uh, bit of uh, literature by Mr. Alex Haley? Why am I doing that? I spoke on Alex Haley in the past, but I wanted to do a definitive uh, expose on this Pan-African thing because, um, you know, it just comes with the inspiration. And they were um, celebrating this clown, Alex Haley. I'm calling him a clown because – you know, he's responsible for the Malcolm X biography, which uh, Lizette was made up. And he's also responsible for this um, Roots, this Roots uh, so-called American saga that um, was uh, run by ABC in the 70s. Those of you who were around at that time, those of you may remember, that was the biggest thing on TV back in the 70s. It was a miniseries. I think Roots was the first miniseries, if I'm not mistaken, that ABC ever ran. You see? And everybody was glued in front of the television, myself as well as a child. It's like we watched Roots as a family. My mother, my father, my brothers, my brother. Uh, my sister was I mean, she young. She, she was a baby at the time. But we, everybody, for the most part, so-called black people, were glued around the television to watch this so-called American saga about this man, Alex Haley's family, and their, his African forefather called Kunta Kente. You know, we sucked all this nonsense up. We sucked it all up, and we got emotional, and we got angry, and we got pissed off. You know, and we got we feeling some kind of way. We got so-called proud and everything, and we got all into the black thing. And, you know, a lot of people got caught up into the whole African thing. Right, and um, you know, it struck me because I was um, a couple of days ago. They were saying that Roots was the definitive um, link, you know, for Black people to the whole African quote unquote so-called African experience of claiming that we came from Africa and saying that we had African origins here in America and that we were brought over from uh, Africa on slave ships, right? But the funny thing is. Somebody called this out. Um, they said prior to Alex Haley's Roots series, it really wasn't no um, in-depth, if any, um, connection to American slave trade, to the American slave trade. That's why I call it the American slave trade, not no African slave trade, the American slave trade in Africa. Now, you know, in the 70s, you know, this is when our people were being proud, you know, proud of being so-called black and wearing their natural hair, and, you know, being black was in and, you know, proud to be black. And our people were embracing themselves and, you know, feeling themselves and we was being our natural. So much so that we had everybody wanting to be like us. You even had the Caucasians putting perms in their hair and trying to get afros and trying to get on our vibration, on our soul vibration. Everybody was trying to get on our soul vibration on some level, right? Everybody. And, you know, the um, powers that be, the so-called powers that be, 
and the society didn't like that. They didn't like a lot of um, this energy of blackness, so-called blackness, or being proud of who we are, being out there. They didn't like that, you know, even though we had the stain of being black on us, being called black, you know, our skin is not black, and, you know, that's just some nonsense that the so-called white man made up to make us the, uh, you know, bad to his good, him being white, we being black, just to create that good and bad dynamic, that good and evil, God and the devil, negative, you know, positive uh, energy. You know, he had to make us the black people. You know, even with that, we were embracing and we were proud, and they had to change that narrative, right? They had to change that narrative because, like I said, they didn't have any, you know, they had a lot, they had slave stories out. They had stories of black people on plantations, so-called black people on plantations and slavery, but they needed to make a link to that. You see, there was no real link, not for real, no real link to black people, so-called black people, and uh, uh, Africa. There was no link to black people in Africa. It was just American slavery, plantation slavery here in America, and then we went forward. So now they had to give us a history. They had to give us a history. So-called white man had to give us a history to match this, um, you know, experience here in America, the slave experience. They had to give us a history. So they didn't have too many um, connections to um, African stories, African slave stories, and people actually being brought over here from Africa. They didn't have it. Now, a lot of people say, oh, the reason why they didn't have it is because, you know, the slave masses made black people, so-called black people, forget about their slavery, forget about forget about Africa, and forget about, you know, uh, uh, about you know, being brought over here from Africa and put into bondage, you know, this is what they wanted to, t- this is the story they wanted to tell, that the slave masters, the white slave masters, you know, so-called black people forget about their roots and their heritage in Africa and that we were split up and sold and then all this stuff, right? They said they made us forget about that, beat it out of us and all this other stuff, right? And um, that's very convenient. You mean to tell me that everybody, everybody wanted to have, you know, because the story's not making sense. Everybody wanted to beat the whole memory of Africa and being brought over here from slavery out of us, right? But then after slavery, they tried to force us to say that we were black people and that we were African and that we were supposed to mark African on the census. Look that up. You had uh, people... They was forcing us, our people, so-called black people, to mark African-American, right, and black or African-American, Negro, African-American, whatever, Negro, whatever. They was forcing us to classify ourselves as Negro, black, right? African-American came later. So at first they wanted to hide the fact that we had African roots. Then they wanted us to connect with the African roots. That don't make sense to me. Something don't make sense. Does that make sense to anybody? First, they want you to hide the fact that you came from Africa. Then they want you to, you know, embrace being black and Negro or African-American, whatever they call us now. That's what they want us to embrace. That don't make sense to me. All right? So in order to strengthen the lie that there was 
people, so-called black people from Africa that came here on slave ships, a story had to be cobbled together. A story had to be cobbled together, and it had to be sold worldwide, something that would galvanize and get the whole identity of Pan-Africanism and black uh, so-called Pan-Africanism going, right? They didn't have anything prior to that time. They didn't have anything. You had Caucasians writing about so-called Africans and slavery. Now, don't get it twisted. We had, there was an African slave trade, but there's only a small percentage of Africans, so-called Africans that came here and were put in bondage, very small, very small, not even enough to count. In fact, it was pretty much, um, it was pretty much, uh, you know, it was considered to be pretty much um, useless to bring people over to a country who have no understanding of the language, who uh, 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 would rather die, would rather fight, and with all this being brought into strange places, not to mention the disease they picked up from the Caucasians that they were amongst, these whites that they were amongst, the diseases they picked up from these people, and just being packed into slave ships and things like that. That didn't go, too, that didn't go for too long. You see, to the point where, it, you know, that all for the most part stopped because it wasn't profitable. You know, you lose more than more, way more than half of your cargo on the way into this country. So you lose your cargo. And so, you know, instead of, you know, bringing these people from here, you might as well just take the people who are already here, like I told you, and just make them slaves. They know the language. Just capture them and make them slaves. But, but. You can't, you're not supposed to enslave the natives. They're not really natives if you classify them as coming from someplace else, if you classify them as Africans, you see, because, you know, Africans or bringing Africans over in slavery, that wasn't uh, against the law. To take natives and force them into slavery was, you see. So what did they have to do, classify our people as Africans? see and that's really how that thing got started about because at first they didn't even bother with that they just threw people in slavery and you know you just you just work for these people now and this is your identity you were slave and you work for these people and you serve them and that's it that's what that became you know it really wasn't them talking about no so-called africa because that really wasn't the reality the reality is people were kidnapped free people People who were born free were kidnapped, right, and taken into slavery. I told you America is famous for abduction or abducting people or the uh, um, human trafficking or so-called human trafficking. They were famous for trafficking in people, taking people. You had mobs of people, mobs of Caucasian males that would go out here, and you had black males help them too, would go out here and grab Boys, children, men, women off the streets, and take them and knock them out, and bring them in, and put them in slavery, and they're on a plantation somewhere, and they're being beaten, and they're being, uh, um, you know, sleep deprivation. They're basically being broken mentally, and thrown into slavery. That's the that's the first form of so-called human trafficking was done here in America. They don't want to call that what slavery was. That's what slavery was. They just basically kidnapped people in America, free people, 
not people sold into bondage from some place called Africa, people who were taken from places all over America, so-called black people. They would have you believe that the only black, they'll have you believe that so-called black people, so-called black people, the only way we were over here in this country was through slavery. That's what they want to have you believe. So if that's the case, then how come you have certain black people who are free and certain black people who are uh, slaves? How do you have that? How do you have, and, you know, you go into the 1800s and all of that, it's more free black people in this country than there's slaves. How did that happen? How did that happen? How do you have more free people here than more slaves? Shouldn't everybody be slaves or shouldn't it be more slaves than free people? They want you to think that every so-called black person that set foot here or walked on American soil came here through slavery, which is a big lie, huge lie, you see. And, you know, push over this narrative because, you know, eventually the truth comes to light. To push over this narrative, you know, I'm fast-forwarding to the 50s and the 60s, more like the 60s and things like that, to push over this narrative that or this story that black people were coming in from Africa and they were enslaved and they were in bondage to push over this lie, they started recruiting a lot of these so-called uh, these these college-educated young young boule and training Negroes to push across this whole lie about our people coming over from Africa and being caught up in the African slave trade. They start pushing things like Kwanzaa. They start pushing these man-made uh, uh, fake traditions of Africanism or Pan-Africanism. They started pushing that heavily in the 60s. Well, I told you a lot of these people were agents, man. A lot of these people, your Mary Barakas and these uh, Leonard Jeffries and all these other people, you see, they started pushing this lie that our people were African. You see, notice how you notice. Notice nobody. These are supposed to be historians now. I want you to keep this in mind. These are historians. Nobody talked about the Olmecs over here. Ivan Van Sertima did. That's how you know he couldn't have been no agent. Ivan Van Sertima talked about the Olmecs, the Aztec, the Inca. Funny that all these so-called Pan-Africans never talked about the pyramids on this side in Mexico. They didn't talk about any of our life that be to be connected here. These supposed to be any kinds of um, researches. Why didn't they talk about our presence here in America? Why didn't they point to the Olmecs? You want to tell me they didn't? They could tell you about African tribes and things and New Guinea and all these places like these different tribes, but they don't talk about the Olmecs. They don't talk about the Aztecs. They don't talk about the Mayans or the Inca. They don't talk about the. They don't classify them as so-called black people or bronze people. They don't classify them. Why is that? Why is that never talked about? Why is that never talked about? Why are they talking about some history clear across the world? Clear across the world. They talking about history clear across the world when we got so-called black. Quote unquote. So I'm using this term black just for tonight, just so you know what I'm talking about. Why are they not talking about? Black, so-called black history here, right in this country. Why are they not talking about that? You want to tell me they didn't know about the Olmecs? They didn't know about the Aztecs, the Inca. They talking about societies that went on thousands of years in which bronze people were running these societies, pyramids over here in Mexico and all these other places that these Mexicans are taking credit for, lying to the people because they in on it too, lying to the people that they people are the Olmecs. Just straight taking our history, lying. That's why I don't trust none of these humans, man. These Mexicans, 
these Caucasians, these Asians, they'll take our history, man. Lie. Bold face lie. And you got these so called black people who are on their payroll who are part of the lie, part of the scam to push this pan African thing. People who, you know, got their degrees and pan Africanism, got tenures at colleges and things like that, tell lies to our people. Hmm. Why did they do that? Why did they ignore a whole history over here on this side? Answer, because they would have to link us to it. They don't want us to know that we were the descendants of the Olmecs. We are the descendants of the Olmecs and the Aztec and the Inca, the first society builders here in America. That's where you're – this is why you had so many free, so-called free black people here, because they were born free. And they didn't get put into slavery to these thinking Caucasians came over here. These stinking Caucasians came over here from Europe, poor, dirt poor, basically Europe emptied out the jails with these people, and England emptied out the jails, basically did what Cuba did with Castro, where he let out all the criminals and all that, and basically flooded America with these criminals in the, 80, in, uh, in the 60s and the 70s, letting this garbage out over into this country. Europe did the same thing. They let their garbage out into this country, and this is where your so-called Caucasians came from in America. They let them out of this country. A lot of them left their homelands and came over here and encountered our people. Now, our people had already been invaded. We had a wave of invasion by these East Indians and these Asians who came over here because I was watching a, a documentary of an, well not a mini documentary it wasn't even really, really a documentary it was this um, Mexican this Mexican human this human Mexican female she was talking about she had slanted eyes like an Asian right and she kept on talking about how people when she went to Asia people thought she was Asian she went to um when she went specifically to China. She went to China, and she was saying how she, you know, people thought she was Asian because she had slanted eyes, and she's Mexican. She went on to admit that the reason why a lot of Mexicans and all these people got those slanted eyes, they look like Asians and things like that, a lot of these Mexicans and a lot of these Latinos, you see, they got those looks like that is because a lot of those people those with the straight hair, the ones who came over here, a lot of those people are Asian. Those people are Asian. A lot of these people in Mexico, the white Mexicans and all of those are Asians and East Indians over there, right? The real, the real Mexicans are the bronze Mexicans, which they're trying to bleach out of there. They're trying to mesh, basically get up out of there. Those people were always there. They didn't come there with no African slave trade. Those people were always in that country, in that country of Mexico, what you call in Mexico today. You got a heavy bronze population, a heavy so-called Afro uh, uh, Mexican, Mexico, Mexico, uh, Afro Mexicano, whatever they call them, heavy black population, so-called black population in Mexico that nobody talks about. Heavy black, heavy black population. They want to lie and say that those people came here through slavery, that they were born. Everybody, the whole thing they always gonna keep lying about that everybody was brought. Everybody, every so-called black person that wasn't that come over that was here in, in North America, and South America, Mexico, every so-called black they came here by slavery. That's the lie they want to tell the people, just so that they can disconnect us from the Olmecs, just so they can disconnect us from the Aztec and the Inca and the Mayan, just so they can disconnect us. Aztec and the Inca and the Mayan. That's about the time these Asians crossed the Bering Strait, and she admitted it. She looked in the history. I'm gonna bring that video up. She admitted why she looks Asian or she has the Asian look to her. A lot of these Mexicans have that Asian look to them because they are Asians. 
these Eskimos, these so-called Eskimos, these uh, um, these Mexicans, and you know, and these um, other races of people who call themselves Latino, who got that pale skin and that straight hair. Those are Asians. Those are Asians. Okay. And she checked into that. And she talked about how the uh, um, the um, Asians crossed over the Bering Strait. And they came into America, and when they came here, they found our people, and they mixed in with our people. Okay, and that's what became called that's what became your so-called American Indians. That was the start of American Indians, where our people were being born with straight hair, which we got from the Asians. You see, some of our people had that straight hair. They didn't want to talk about the Native Americans who had the woolly afros and things like that, but you can easily find them. They hid them, but you're starting to find them now. See. The white man knew that eventually we'd figure this out, that we are the only real Americans here. So-called black people who are falsely being called black are the only real Americans here. We are the Americans. These other people are immigrants here. But even if, so from the Caucasian and everybody else, the only real Americans here are so-called black people. Everybody else came from someplace else. That's fact. That can be proven. But you got a lot of people who are working against this reality, people who still want to keep this whole pan-African black nonsense going, people who are still pushing this red, black, and green nonsense, you see. they still pushing the lie. They don't want this reality to come out. You see, the white man knew, the so-called white man, they knew that once our people really knew our true origins of where we came from and who we were really linked to, it would do something to our people. What it would it do? It would start a sense of pride and a sense of, you know, future focusing. See, once you, uh, you know, once you go from being told that you were brought over here in chains and that you were uh, uh, conquered and they brought you over here in chains and you know and and had you locked in chains and that's how you came into slavery. See, that's a nice story they tell. That's a nice story they tell because. You know, it makes it, 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 what it does is it makes the men feel weak and inferior and things like that. But if you tell a real story, the real story is what you see in 12 Years a Slave from Solomon Northup. See, that story was out already. That account was out about Solomon Northup. All right? In 12 Years a Slave. I see you 980. I'm going to take you in a second. Solomon Northup talked about being a free so called black man in America. And then going out and, you know, in these free areas and going out with these Caucasians. And one day, like I said, you know, they kidnapped him, knocked him out, took him, and he woke up in slavery. You know? That's 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 the reality of slavery right there. Let me take a call. 980. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Yeah, uh, I agree with what you're saying. Uh, I always thought about that, like the pyramids and... Uh, in Mexico and over there in Asia, I always thought that, you know, what if, like, that was all linked to the, you know, colored people, you know, instead of that, like, they try to put it in the narrative, like, it was the Asians over there, and then it was the so-called Hispanics over, you know, I always thought that it was uh, so-called black people, you know what I mean? It, and, it, and it was, and that's what they don't want you to know. They don't want you to know that our people were the first ones to set up the government here. We set the government up here first. And yeah. one of the descendants one of the descendants of that of those free so called black people, those bronzes, or as they say, 
But all you got to do is look at the white man. See, he, he, he told the truth early, and eventually y'all got to take that. Everybody must take that 1828 uh, definition of what an American is and share it on your pages on Facebook. Make sure your children see that because right there they told the truth. Eventually they're going to wipe that out, see, because too many people yeah. are sharing that. It tells you right there, are you familiar with the uh, definition of Merriam-Webster, 1828 definition of what an American is? Yeah, the copper-colored, yeah. Copper-colored races. Yeah, Yeah. I'm looking at it on my page right now. American, a a Native America, a Native of America, originally applied applied to aboriginals, meaning the original people, or copper-colored races. People falsely being called black because our skin is not black. Our skin is bronze, copper coat. That's what our skin is. Found here by the Europeans, but now applied to the descendants of Europeans born in America. So that tells you who the first people here in this country were, who the real Another, natives another are thing, though, country. brother. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Another, right. another thing, though, that they don't tell us is that we all these inventions like the cell phones, and all this, that came from us too, like all that stuff. Well, I'm gonna like, tell you, all I'm the gonna tech you, I'm gonna tell you, so I'm gonna cut you off, brother. I got a book coming out, 144 inventors that's coming out. Sister, helping me put it together. I got a book coming out, 144 uh, uh, great inventors of uh, bronze descent, as we say, bronze-skinned people, uh, 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 American people. Uh, descendants of those people. I'm putting that together, 144 inventors and things like that, so, you know, our children can have that. It'll be a definitive book that I'm putting out very soon. Oh, okay. That's what's up, man. Yeah. I, uh, the, like I said, you release it, I, I make sure I get it, and uh, I make sure I share the knowledge because but, uh, I feel like a lot of people need to know that. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, people like Steve Jobs and them, they, they kind of they kind of stole a lot of, you know, pe- black people's ideas, you know, like for for example, Dr. Savy, you know, he was he was the man known for curing AIDS and uh cancer and all that, but they since he was a so-called black man, they tried to undermine his, you know, his efforts. Mhm. Well, of course they yeah. did. I mean, you got so-called black people who were undermining his efforts. People walking around out here now with nothing but Asians for these Caucasians, people who set up here and undermine them. One who comes to mind is this coon that finally passed away that everybody keeps putting on a pedestal. This coon, uh, what's his name? The comedian Dick Gregory, this old coon Sambo, who, who oh. everybody <laughs> calls Baba, Baba Dick Gregory, this old coon-ass Sambo, like who, who everybody keeps talking about how great he was. He was nothing but a big liar. He called, say, he said Dr. Savy was an agent. And then it's the same guy who set up on the Breakfast Club talking about how pro-black he was. Then he set up here and said right after he said when he died, he wanted to come back as a white man because white people are just so lucky. This would come out of the so-called pro-black wow. style to be so-called black man right there. There go your doctor. There go your, there go your Baba Dick Gregory right there. The same guy who was selling damn that bohemian shakes to um, so-called black people in the 80s. That stuff was riddled with all kinds of um, soy in it. Right, that messes with you know you soak so with um messes with the um testosterone of men and the estrogen of women, and it also plants tumors in women's bodies. Doctor Sabi spoke against that. This guy was pushing yeah. that. They, the white men basically using him to push those bohemian drinks, and then this guy ended up getting cancer with that. That's you know one of the side effects. That yeah, I remember a bro. 
I remember a broadcast you did where you said the soy mates, you know, the males, like, kind of emasculated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one, one more point, man, I'm going to let you go. Uh, I I totally agree with you as far as, uh, like, they do they do use the black, the so-called black woman as the, the weapon against us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's a black time. woman at my job, and like you know, she kind of acts all shady toward me. But when the white man comes up to her and shit, it's like she's all friendly and happy. You know what I mean? It's like oh no, it's weird. It's weird. That's a cool. Cause they don't see cool me. That's a that's a Aunt Jemima training one hundred and one. That's Aunt Jemima training one hundred and one. You know. Yeah, Jeez, that's it's like it's weird these, because lot, she don't listen, see me a as a authoritative figure. Listen, a lot of these right now, a lot of these black females are getting their Aunt Jemima treatment. They get their Aunt Jemima programming. See, because the Aunt Jemima programming basically was raising up on the so-called black woman, but now they're putting it back down. You know how they're doing it through this story with Meghan Markle's and these black females talking about black girl magic. And, you know, you know, Meghan Markle's is not no so-called black female. I don't know why they're saying this. And they happy that she married to a cave beast, you know what I'm saying? Some old alopecia-looking recessive uh, cave, cave dweller. <laughs> this is what they happy about. You see? Yeah. That's crazy, man. So, but I'm yeah. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to continue listening, man. All right. Thank you, brother. So, yeah. Now, let's come up to, the, um, you know, like I said, you had the whole account of, uh, uh, Solomon Northup, that is the real account of slavery. The real account of slavery is kidnapping American bronze people, free American bronze people, right? The copper-colored races, the indigenous races, right? Because now you got a, you got a conflicting story here. You got a conflicting story here just right there in the 1828. Now, that's 1828. That definition is from 1828. The, the definition of an American is these native people, the copper-colored races. See, this before they was calling us black people. They was calling us according to how our skin looked. You see, before the whole politics of black and white came into into being in this country, before the whole black and white thing, because it was a time before they wasn't really pushing the black and white thing. That's when the so-called white man was coming here, and he was trying to get a foothold in, in America in this country because he, for the most part, saw this as open territory to set up his society. He saw this as open territory. When England came over here and gave the, the Caucasians from England the idea of setting up their own government here because England basically came in and took hold, of this, um, took hold of this country. You know, in Europe, European countries was annexing and taking parts of America already, but our people were already here, you see. And what was happening was our people blended off into tribes and different groups and things like that, living in different communities. So we didn't have an active government here, not a strong active government because we was, you know, basically broken off into tribes and things like that. When they talk about the original Native American tribes and things like that, they talk about so-called black people. And I'm, I'm talking about before, pre, pre the straight hair and the mixing in with these Asians because that's where that straight hair come from. And I told you guys before, you guys were talking about the Native American and our people and, you know, you know, stop using the so-called uh, 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 dark-skinned people with the straight hair. But you had a few people that was mixed in with the so-called Indians, the so-called Asians, you see. 
But you know, we that's you know, too many of our people who were the real natives were the women was wearing the feathers in the hair because the feathers, the feathered hair crowns come from our people, man. All you gotta look, all you gotta do is look back at this Aztec and the Inca. You'll see where the feathered hairdressers come from because all that history, what they're calling fake Native American history, because that's all fake terminologies, Native American, Indian. Those are all fake names. The customs and traditions you're seeing from these so-called Native Americans or Indians is Inca and Aztec tradition. That's so-called bronze people. That's so-called black people's tradition. The feathers, the arrows, the bows, the wind, the suede, and all that. That's from our people, man. That's from our people. Dumb people came in and mixed in and took on our customs and traditions. You see, they came and mixed in with us and took on our customs and traditions. And when they started mixing in and whatnot, then eventually the white men start mixing in with the lighter-skinned ones, and that's how you start getting these white and these Caucasian so-called Native Americans. They started mixing in with the lighter ones because the dark-skinned ones who was mixed with the straight hair, they eventually got rid of them. They started killing a lot of them off through um, the smallpox and things like that. Look at the original, the original so-called Native Americans going back but uh, um, in the 1700s and things like that. Go back there. You'll see how dark they really are. Before, they, they started changing complexion about in the 1800s and stuff like that, and the more the Asian-looking ones was put forward, you see, because they started mixing amongst each other, and they basically started, you know, the so-called white men started annexing off and basically calling our people who were the, Dark skin, the dark skin people, the woolly hair. They started annexing them off, and you know, basically pre- breaking us apart from everybody else. And that's when they started doing the whole, you know, gradually doing the black and white thing. You see, that's when they started doing that. And the only reason why they didn't try to enslave the so-called American Indians, so-called Native Amer- fake Native Americans, is because they were using them to help keep us enslaved, or using them to help track us. See, they couldn't. Put them as they 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 was having a hard time. See, once they figured out they couldn't do the African slave thing no more, and then they wanted to help. Then they want they needed to just take so-called black people and put them in slavery. They decided we might as well take the blacks, but we can't we can't put the Indians in slavery because a lot of them are still in different territories where you know they all over the place, and we can't help them getting together with the so-called blacks because they're going to help the so-called blacks against us. So that would have been two against one. So what they decided to do was. We're not going to enslave the Indians, and we'll we'll just enlist them to help us. So the so-called Indians were your first buffer class, your so-called American Indians, the among the Asian-looking ones with the straight hair. The so-called white men started using them, you see, to help capture so-called black people. You see, they basically like, okay, we're gonna make them the slaves, and y'all can own them, and y'all can y'all can be, you know, on that level, someone on the level with us. Y'all can own them, and as long as y'all don't help and aid and abet them, you can own them just like we got. And you this, that, and the third. That's how they basically got them to help them, and working against our people. And for the most part, the so-called Indians helped them against us. These are the same people who took on our traditions. Because trust, all those traditions of your so-called Native Americans come from black people, so-called black people. What you're calling Native American history or Native American traditions and customs is really from the Aztec, the Inca, and the Maya, who are all bronze people, not black, the copper-colored tribes, races. Again, that's what it lets you know. It says the copper-colored races. Races is another way. Within, if you're using nationality, when you're saying that, that's another way of saying tribes, man. That's all that is. That's another way of saying tribes, races, the copper-colored races. 
You see, they basically were bearing witness that it was different tribes among our people here in this society. There were different tribes. You know how black people do. We don't want to follow one thing. So next thing you know, we splitting up into different groups and different cliques and different sects, and that's all this was. That's all it was. That's how we became those uh, uh, copper-colored races that they described. The Native American originally applied to aboriginals, the copper-colored races. That's another way of saying tribes. Found by Europeans. Found by Europeans. But now applied to descendants of uh, born born in America. Now, why did they say copper-colored races? Why they didn't just say American Indians in that definition? Why didn't they say that? The term American Indian was being used back then or Native Americans. Those terms in 1828 was being used. Why didn't they use that if they were talking about those people? If they were talking about the so-called American Indian, why didn't they just say that in the definition? Why did they have to use copper-colored races? Because they were making reference to when the Caucasians first came here, who they saw was bronze people who were falsely being called black with woolly hair, bronze skin. They they saw what they they basically described what they saw. People with copper-colored skin, reddish-brown, dark-brown, reddish, you know, all these shades of copper. Reddish brown, dark brown, things like that, beige complexion, people ranging in all these copper-colored races. These are all classified as copper-colored, right? Because you can look at a penny and you can see yellow, yellowish-looking pennies. You can see reddish-looking pennies, reddish-brown. You can see dark pennies and whatnot in the, with the bronze uh, tint to it, the dark bronze tint to it. So you, they, made, they made reference to our people as the copper-colored races because this is the true complexion of our skin. Our skin is not black. Our skin is not black. So a lot, a lot of these guys need to stop with this black Indians. I hate when y'all do that. You you guys get y'all get somewhat close to the truth, but then you start with this black Indian nonsense. There's no such thing as black people, and Indians was a terminology that was used by Columbus and his people. Our people are not Indians, and we're not black. Okay? And all of those so-called Indian, all those so-called Indian customs like I said, the headdress and all that, the feathers. Yo, you, you so-called um, black people. That's you got more rights to that than the so-called Native Americans. Because actually, next time you see a so-called Native American, ask them where they come from after, before they came into America. Where they came from? What is their true origin? What does their language come from? Ask them. Trace back their origins and things like that. Where they come from? What you're gonna get. As you trace back, they ain't going to tell you, but what you're going to get, if you look back, you'll find that those people who are calling themselves American Indians, Native Americans, those are nothing but a bunch of the people who are the descendants of those who crossed over the Bering Straits, some Asians who crossed over. And now it's a little more Caucasian because the white man mixed in with those people. That's why you got a lot of these so-called Indian leaders who are just, you find out, you check their background, they straight up Caucasian. Like this guy who was going around passing himself off for years as an Indian, the guy who was, they would always use as the so-called Indian. He had dark skin and straight hair. He did a lot of those commercials in the 70s about the land and the environment. This guy was a goddamn Italian, man. He was, he was Italian. You see, he was Italian. This guy who, you got, those, you remember those commercials from the 70s with the Indian crying about the environment and whatnot, and they passing him off as a so-called American Indian? That, he's an Italian. So the so the so-called white man, he just, all he did was take things, and even like I said, if you talk about the braided hair, you look at all that, the braided hair, the dance, and the moccasins. You could tell that's our people, man. The men wearing their hair braided and cornrows that go back to the Aztec and the Inca and the Mayan wearing their hair in braids, 
And then, of course, that when the Caucasians or Asians came over here, crossed over the Bering Strait, they started braiding their hair like us. So when you see the so-called uh, uh, straight-haired Asians, the so-called straight-haired Indians, those are not the real Native Americans. Those are the fake Native Americans. Those are East Indians and Asians. They started braiding their hair after us because you go look at the so-called Asians. Their hair is too straight to braid. Their hair is too straight. That fur, that dog hair is too straight to braid. You can tell if you hear anything about braiding hair and braided hair, that's our people, man. We was braiding hair. All of the feathers in the hair, all that shit. Say, you seen the so-called bronze woman, you see her put a feather a feather in her hair, a rose in her hair, all that stuff. That come from us, man. That's all so-called, uh, um, that's all, um, those are all traditions of our people, you see. But they don't want you to know that because, see, there's a different energy that you carry once you know that this is, when you start to know. Because one thing for people to tell you that, oh, you know what, you came from another country. You niggas need to go back to Africa. You niggas come from Africa. There's another energy that comes. Well, I see y'all. I see you calling. I'll take your calls. It's another energy you have when you find out that this country is actually yours. Take a call. 424. 424. Hey, Nova. Uh, hey, Nova. Can you hear me? I hear you. Yeah, I just had a quick, I just had a quick question. I'm glad you spoke over here because I've been thinking about this late. Why, uh, why do you think that black people or so-called black people, obviously we have hair like nobody else. Nobody else has hair like us. Every other race of people in the world have like straight, stringy hair. But our hair is like completely different. Like why are we the only people in the world with this kind of hair? And what do you believe the significance of our hair is? Well, first and foremost, I did. It. I, I talked about this over time and time, and maybe you haven't caught in the business. But I'm gonna give you a brief. The reason why everybody has straight hair because number one, that's not hair on their heads. That's fur. That's animal fur. Okay. The Caucasians, the Asians, and the East Indians, they have fur. That's not hair. We're the only ones who have hair. Hair is what grows up in the air. That's hair. What's growing down on them is no different than the, the fur on a dog, the fur on a monkey, the, the, the uh, fur from a, the uh, hair on an animal, on a horse's tail, that's animal fur. We're not part of the animal race. The human race, I'm going to just say this, um, the human race is comprised of your Caucasians, your Asians, and your East Indians. That's the human race. That is classified by Caucasian scientists as, as a race of animals or species of animals. Humans are classified as species of animals. We're not part of the human race. We are a totally different other race, a totally different species. That's why we don't have that hair. And I classified that species that we are part of as the almond race, the race that came here first, that projected here first. And mm-hmm. from us, we created this so-called human race. The human race is nothing but an uh, um, artificial experiment that was created here on Earth. That's why. And they have animal genetic in their DNA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have uh, one more question. Um, why do you believe that uh, – well, I already know why, but, like, I had this same conversation with, you know, a few black folks that I work with and um, about the African slave trade. You know, whenever you mentioned to them that we didn't come here from slave ships, we were already here, most black people actually get mad. And they're like, no, nah, we did come here on slave ships. That ain't, that ain't true. We were not here. We came here from Africa on slave ships. They actually get mad when you disagree with the slave trade story. You know why that is? 
You know why? Because of tonight's broadcast, what I'm talking about, a lot of those people, you know, if you notice, a lot of those people are in their 40s and 50s and things like that who will get mad, who tend to get mad. It's because they're under that, root, they're under that Roots program. You see, that, that Roots movie, I don't know if you ever saw that movie in the 70s, Roots, the uh, miniseries. Did you yeah, ever see, see Roots? That. The Alex Haley, yeah. the, the uh, first one in the 70s. That was a huge. That was meant to be a huge program. That was a huge program on our people to push that whole Pan African slave lie to our people. That's why uh, ABC got behind that miniseries and the company. Um, the company. Uh, what is the company that Alex Haley published? With? I think it was. Um, because uh, I'm going to get into that in a second. That was a plagiarism. He copied from an author named Harold Corlander. Uh, he made a book called The African. So all that nonsense about Punta Kente and all that other stuff, that comes out of a white man's book. Alex Haley plagiarized that story of the African coming here and being brought into bondage by white people. That comes from a white man. He copied that story. So a lot of those black yeah. people are still in that whole programming. They're still in that whole programming of roots. That's why they're going to sit here and argue with you about mm-hmm. it. They have no real proof or no real empirical data that our people came on no damn slave ships. And they'll keep saying, well, the slave ships mm-hmm. are still here. Come on, there's no slave ships. That's a lie. That's a lie. Exactly. Because if that, cause, cause and, how you know it's a lie, how you know it's a lie, how can you give an 1828 um, um, definition of what an American is and you clearly see that they're describing so-called black people they're not describing no Indians or so-called Native Americans. They're describing black people. So how is it that black people came on slave ships when you call them the original Americans black, saying that the original Americans are black people? Mm-hmm. And one way you notice it, exactly, and you notice in Hollywood, it's like every other year they keep pushing slave movies. It's like, obviously, if they keep doing that, they put billions of dollars into these slave movies. They're trying to push an agenda. Of course, they find that that's programming, that's propaganda, that's programming. They want the white people to look at you as and keep thinking of you as a bunch of slaves, so that they keep that mindset that yeah, well, we had them in slavery. They came here through slavery. We own their people. Whites own black people and stuff like that. That's what's put into their head. And for the simple-minded black people, they get all the emotional. Oh, see, our people were caught over here on slave ships, and we was beat by the white man. We were sold into bondage by our people. All that's lies. There's a bunch of lies. Those are lies. You got a lot of so-called black people who want to live out that lie because they become uh, emotionally attached to the whole slave narrative of us being brought over here into, from Africa. Yeah, that's true. A lot of our people were in slavery here in this country. But like I said, a lot of the, how that happened was through kidnapping, through certain people who hired themselves out as indentured servants to these Caucasians. Then next thing you know, they flipped it around and you in slavery. They changed up. You, you can't get free. Stuff like that. Certain people will hire this bond people just to be working for a certain amount of time. They can get some property. And somebody next thing they switched around, you a slave now. You ain't getting nothing. They would do stuff like that. That's all they did. Mm-hmm. That Solomon Norman right. story, Thank you. how slavery really was. That, this mm-hmm. is American slavery. There's no such thing as no African slave trade. This is American. American slave trade is nothing but uh, is nothing but a human so-called human trafficking. It's, not, it's nothing but trafficking of our people, basically kidnapping our people. And the next thing you know, they they somewhere down south in slavery, taking our people out of areas where there was no slavery because the white man just came and just started passing laws and 
you could have slaves here. Next thing you know, they would just go out because, see, the term slave catcher was not just applied to people who would catch slaves and leave the plantation. They would go out into different cities and just grab black people and bring them back, girls, boys, everything. Okay? Let me, let me ask you this, Milton. Do you, do you believe that there's two different types of uh, – two different races of so-called black people. Like, if you look at the, the so-called black American, and you look at the African, we don't look anything alike, like, at all. But if you go to Africa, you do see some people who look like they could be from America. But most of those Africans are looking at, do you believe that there's two different types of so-called black people or, like, two different races or, or the Africans not the same as us? Well, that is true. You got a lot. You got... You see, our people was traveling all over the world. You got what's called your tribal Africans, right, your tribal primitive type Africans and whatnot. And then you got your, you know, I'm just going to call them your Nubians or whatever, you know, for lack of a better word. You know, we got so many different names. But there is a difference between us and them. The ones who traveled all over, that was our people. We traveled everywhere. So you'll find us in Africa. You'll find us in Europe. You'll find us in Asia. You'll find us in America. The so-called tribal Africans didn't really go anywhere. Those are the ones who look like, you know, saying they got the real, real jet, jet black skin, and I mean it's almost jet black to almost really just. They got, they got that black. real, real they short really hair. No, they don't really grow no hair like those type of people. Those are, those are, you know, you know, those are our uh, distant, distant cousins. I'm gonna just put it that way. It's too much to get into because mm-hmm. I touched on that, you know, how our people are not African, and you know. I got into that, you know, it's, it's, I'm not going to go all the way into it because that's a whole other broadcast, but, you know, yeah, there is a difference. You got the tribal African, you're know, saying the earthbound, and then you got those of our people who are descendants of the Olmec, the Aztec, the Inca, the Egyptians, all those people, those celestial beings and whatnot. But, you know, that's, that's the difference. You see, for the most part, our people, right. we moved around all the way around. Like I said, the tribal Africans, they if you you go and look in their land, they still in the place where they are. They still, they see the white man don't bother with the primitive tribal Africans. They leave them alone. You can still, this is why you can go and still go into certain parts of Africa, and you can still see these people living like they live in. You know, they've been living like that, and they leave them alone. It's the ones of our people who weren't, you know, who would travel all over the place. Those are the ones who, you know, if they got into certain things, these Caucasians, they would try to enslave the people. Because, like I said, a lot of the people, a lot of our people, they would already own these places. They want to lie and say, that, oh, these so-called black people got here through slavery. They was brought here by the Europeans. That's a lie, man. That's a lie. They just don't want to, they want, they're trying to hide the fact that our people was traveling all around, all around the planet. They want to hide that because they want to give credit to, you know, uh, 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 land travel and, you know, traveling by ship and, you know, they want to give that to Caucasians first. They want to give that uh, credit to Caucasians for traveling around. That's a lot. Mhm. Thank you, Newman. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Take another call. Two, three, four. You're on the air. Hey, this this is a, a great um subject that you're touching on. So yesterday I'm sitting there watching this. Um, it was a show called um, it was on the PBS Warrior Women, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it was about a Native Americans and whatnot. But what they was they they were just a bunch of they looked like Asians, Asian people and um, Mexicans and all that. 
Mm-hmm. Some of them even look white, you know what I'm saying? Like they's out there in South Dakota and, you know, and they talk about their history, but you can clearly tell like that's our history that they um that they talk about the feathers in their hair and uh, you know. But this is what I wanted to ask you. So what is it that makes um so called black people like like when we first born, our hair is like everybody else's at first. But then, like, a few weeks later, like, notice how our hair texture start to change. What it is it that causes that? It starts yeah. to grow upward. Because yeah, what, yeah. You're seeing, what you're seeing is our hair. And when you come out, of, when we come out of the womb, we're coming out of an environment that's wet. We're coming out of a wet environment, you know, coming out of that, um, coming out of the embryonic sac. So your hair is going to look like that. You're not going to, your hair is not going to be fully curly and thick and whatnot. You know, sometimes that has happened when you have the, some babies come out with the thick curls and whatnot. Some, it's going to be like I said, it's at the baby stage and whatnot. But as we start to mature and grow, it's going to grow up and out in its natural state because that's what we have. We have dominant genetics, being that we have the dominant genetics, meaning that we are the first people here because the first form of life here on earth is the dominant. Everything else after that is recessive. So us being the first dominant genetic here, anything dominant is going to grow up. Anything natural is going to grow up as a sign of where our people really come from, which is not here. I'm I'm not going to go into the whole celestial thing because that's another broadcast, but that's a sign that we are the only real natural people on the earth because anything of nature, of true nature, grows upward. The so-called white Caucasians, your Caucasians, East Indians, and Asians, they're all the same race of people. They just darker shades and whatnot, lighter shades. They're all the same race of people. Their hair is right. animal fur. Their hair grows right. down like animals. And they, they see, they've been That's... trying to get away from that. But they scientists even said that the humans, and I, I classified the Caucasians. I'm the first one that classified the Caucasians, Asians, and East Indians as part of the human race. And I said we as so-called black people are not part of the human race. We are a totally different other yeah. species. That's what the whole point of racism is really about. We are a totally different race. They're just not ready to say that. But they already you can tell. to it already. But black people are so slow, and this is what keeps them thinking. They're black. They're so slow, they yeah. don't know how to read between the lines and think for themselves. That obviously we're not what they are. You can look at us and look at them and tell we're totally different species from them. You can All you got to do is look and see. Definitely. You, know, you can black, tell. We know what you it is with black people, black, so-called black people waiting on the white man to say, you know, um, some studies have shown that, you know, mm-hmm. so-called African Negroids are not really, they're really another, they're waiting on the white man to tell us. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Because because you've been putting out you've been putting out a lot of intel first and and you know, way before the so called white man, you know what I mean? So I mean, like you've been saying, I mean it's it's very futuristic. You you know, what you put out is um it's not of this time, it's it's for the future, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, like they slow. They slow and, and just like you said, our skin is not black. And unless you just colorblind, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you're definitely right. And you can definitely differentiate and tell which people was created here on Earth and which people projected from the sun, as you be saying. That's why our hair grow in the air. And it rhymes with air, hair. Yeah. 
Yeah, heat, heat, yeah. heat and air equals head. Heat and air equals head. You see, all you got to do is put your yeah, head on, head, that's put your hand on our head. You feel heat coming from Makes our sense. head. Put your hand on a white person's head. You feel cold. It feel like you touching a dog, touching a dog. But if you put your hand on a Caucasian or Asian or Eastern, it feel like you touching an animal. Like you, you'll touch yeah, right down you, to yeah, the scalp. Maybe they get their head on the they scalp. You know. That's why so. they get lice, huh? Yeah, that's why they get that's, lice. Yeah, they, yeah, they, like, they, like they, animals. They, they, notice, notice they're not willing to address this ever. They're not willing to address. They address everything else, but they will not address the hair thing. You see, they're not going to address yeah. that because your hair, your hair is a is a, a part of your genetic makeup. Your hair. When the police and all them going and looking for a suspect, first thing they do, they looking for hair sample because that tells you mm-hmm. what genetically linked to. So they're gonna try to make it seem like hair is no big. It is a big deal. And for you so-called black people that got straight hair like that, like the humans, and I guess you part of the human race too. Then. Oh well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because because if you just straight so-called black, like you're not gonna have no recessiveness in your hair. Your hair always gonna grow in the air. It's never gonna just fall down like theirs and be shiny and all that. Where so yeah. so so where do the shiny texture come from in a fur? That that's where the shiny texture come from. They, yeah, yeah, like 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 how their hair grows down, but it, it then it got like a shine texture to it, like it's wet. But even though it don't be wet, like where did that come but from? That's, but that's because they have a, being that they were raised in the water. Because see, life didn't start on Earth. It didn't start on land. It started in the water with the humans, because their genetic material they were harvested that animal genetic along with our genetic was harvested in the waters of this planet. The first petri dishes. Like they show you when they doing um when your scientists show you when they doing uh you know anything in a petri dish in water yeah. they show you any kind of life they doing that's how you basically like artificial insemination or something exactly exactly they were basically bred in the water you see so being that they were bred in the water and they were harvested in the water and then they came out on land. Because even they scientists tell you that life started in water. So this nonsense about life starting on land is a load of nonsense. They were laid in the water. They were harvested in the water, and they came out of the water on a certain time. So they have a lot of water, uh, that water in their genetic makeup, which gives their hair that sheen. That, that, yeah, that gives their hair that sheen yeah. or that uh, uh, to it that straight, like the, basically like the animal, because you could brush a damn animal. It makes sense. Wet hair, and they look the same way. All right, I got another question. So uh-huh. before before we was in America and all that, like when our people first projected here, like is it safe? Because I'll be hearing, um, what's that, like the lost city of Atlantis. So it seemed like to uh-huh. me that like maybe that, that would, like maybe was that the first city that our people built when we first came here on this, like to this side on the third dimension? Like is, like, is that like the first city that we built where we had like all those supernatural powers and then from there like we start going up into the Americas like maybe this the lost city of Atlantis was in like um Antarctica or something and then from there we start going up into the Americas, up into Africa and you know, so forth. Like we started well, we off from one why. major place and then you you get what I'm saying? Well, the earth was all one landmass. That's why you could literally walk. Our people were walking into these different areas. Like, we walk from China to 
we might end up in what they call in Europe now. They would end up in Africa, end up in America. So it was all one land mass. So you could just walk all over. There was no breaks in the land. So you, that's why you right, right. So, 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 where, so where was the first? Where was the first place they like landed? Like it seemed like it was like the lost city of Atlantis or something. Like at one point in time, maybe like when the land masses was all one, and you know, like it seemed like we started from like one major place. And then from that major place, we start taking our intelligence elsewhere, you know, and start building see, everywhere else. But see, that's the thing. We get into the whole one place that you got to keep in mind. This was all the land was one place. So it's not like there was, you, you can't say that this was okay. separate over and here. They, it was all one place. So yeah, it wasn't really okay. much different, you know. I see. I see. I see what you're saying. So basically, like, like we was always here. Like, like yeah. you know, like over here in America, like we was always over here, over there. Our people was always in um in Africa. And, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's all I wanted. Uh, China, thank you. Europe, I, did, I can think this. Africa, America, China, Europe. You have they got they had um, bronze people in 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 Ireland and Europe and stuff like that. We was all over the we was all over the planet before these before the Caucasians and humans. The Asians, all them people started coming out of the waters. They went, they was put up in the caves and whatnot. They were basically harvested to work. The humans were created to work. That's what their whole purpose makes was. Sense. They and they and once once they were harvested out, they were like, you, would you see the white man during the day where he where he's making like um, artificial uh, uh, computerized things to do the work to do work and whatnot to replace humans? Yeah, the machines and all that inside that's GM. Exactly yeah, that's exactly what we did in the creation of the human race. That was the thought. We wanted to create an artificial being that could work, and that was your human race. That was your. This is what you have right here. These people, Damn. your humans, your East Indians, your East Indians, your Asians, your Caucasians, and all those races that come, those subclasses of races like your Mexicans and Arabs and all them subclasses yeah. of races come from those people. Those are your artificial humans, your artificial beings, which we call human, because the word hue originally meant created. It didn't mean color or color, color, color as they're trying it to say. Mean, it meant, originally, it meant created. Created human meant created man. So once they were created by us in labs or what you want to call science, because see, everybody keeps mm-hmm. thinking, I'm using the term science, but I really didn't want to use that. But just for now, put you on I know what you mean. Our people were the first ones to start you doing genetic splicing and experiments and things like that to create the human race. With the did that first. Yeah, with the animals, with, with the, with the animals. structure, because they were trying to make two-legged working animals. That's how they saw the human race as two-legged working machines, like animals. Like they already had, see, they already, the mindset was they were already using like reptilians and dinosaurs in the mm-hmm. early part of the planet, and they started using the animals like, you know, same way you would use a horse or a cow or do something mm-hmm. like that for their fertilizer. So all they did was just say, okay, we need somebody that can do the work that like a person with two hands, two legs upright who would just work, and they would pull back and just oversee them. And that was the creation of the human race. They just created artificial people, artificial beings to work. That's why the humans are here. Now, now, you said the Asians came over here during the Bering Strait, during the Ice Age. So mm-hmm. that means that our people over here on this side 
we didn't did, did we have anything to do with with creating the humans or just our people over there in the east like they they was the ones that created the humans and brought them over here with us you know, wait 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 you saying you said that did our people create the humans and I'm trying to get what you saying seven one time all right did did our people okay because they, they saying that the human race, I guess, like, I guess they was out of Africa theory. So if they was created over there, like, like does that mean that our people over there on that side created the human race through genetic splicing and, like, artificial insemination? And then once they created them, they start, they, they brought them over here to America, the Asians first. Like, our people brought the Asians over here. No, it was, a, it was see, it was a process. See, people want to think okay. that everything started. It was a process over time. The first creations of the human race were your East Indians. That I said before that they were, um, they were their um, surrogate mother. I'll say it like that. Their surrogate mother was the so-called black woman, the so-called black female. She's the surrogate mother of your East Indian. They used her DNA or what they call mitochondria DNA. They used her genetics and whatnot to harvest along with the animal genetics, right, create the humans. Mm-hmm. They use the so-called black woman's genetic with the animal genetics to create the humans. And that is where mm-hmm. the first East Indians come out with the straight animal hair and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they have, an effeminate, they have an effeminate look to them. If you look at a lot of the East Indians, they have an effeminate, yeah. you know, they like look to them because they got the genetics of a female. That's why, if you notice, they say like they can be girls. And, yeah, exactly. The Caucasian scientists say that oh, your humans are all linked to. Then they say the African Eve and talk about the mitochondria DNA. Why yeah. do they say that? Yeah. Mm. That's talking. That's talking about the the so-called black woman. Like like they come out of her genetics, the female, the female yeah. genetics. Now they use now notice now notice they use the term African Eve. Why didn't where's the African Adam at? Where's Adam at? Right. Why didn't they mention? They don't say nothing about the man or the male. Exactly. Exactly. Only the female. That lets you know. Mm. That that lets you know that our people used the woman to be. They used her genetics the same way, like like for example, today you could take the sperm and 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 uh, and uh, egg of a woman and just put it together. And next thing you know, you'll have that. Uh, um, you'll have uh, you can create life in that. And you know, in the petri dish, or what? How they do the artificial insemination? They have the baby and freeze it. All they did was take the so-called black woman's egg, and they took the species of animal, nine times out of ten, the animal, the male animal, and put it with her egg, and out comes your humans. Yeah, makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. So now, it, it makes sense on why they can get animal parts. Now, I'm going to show you something funny. People will say that's crazy, right? They'll say, oh, brother, that sounds off. you talking about uh, them splicing the black woman genes with the animal genes to get the human race. Oh, that sounds crazy. Is this the same scientist that's taking animal parts and putting them in people? How can you do that? When they yeah, them call it kids, makes they sense. They put animal parts in the humans. How were they able to put pig, pig intestines or heart or whatever and animal parts inside of humans if humans are not animals? And why did they, they classify them as animals if they don't come from the animal genetics? They got it right. You can look at them and tell. That's fur. Yeah. They get they get the bugs yeah. and everything. The sun burn them up. They 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 smell like wet dog. They even said it in the commercial. One of the tire commercials. The white lady say, "Oh, now I don't smell like wet dog." Like 
They said it in the commercial. Yeah. Yeah, their father, mm-hmm. the, 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 I'm a, well, I, I said it like this before, but I'm going to just go ahead and give more extensive knowledge. The true father of the human race is an animal, the male animal. The male animal of the jackals, the monkeys, they basically use male sperm from animals and the egg of the woman, the so-called black female, to breed the human race. They use the male sperm from animals. Straight up. That makes sense. Straight up. Just like that. Just like that. They use the male sperm of the animal and they use the egg of the so-called black female to breed the human race. Now, I don't care who it sounds crazy to, because those who want to debate me on that, I open the mic up to debate. So I can prove what I'm saying based on their finding and research. I'll use the white yeah. man finding and research. I know I'm saying a lot of things that are groundbreaking. I know I'm the first one to saying all this, but down the line, they're going to tell you. They're telling you Definitely. gradually. See, but the problem is black people simple-minded. They slow. They got to wait for the so-called white man to say everything. But I'm I'm going to just have to do mental work. I'm going to just have to break a lot of people's, you know, that, that barrier off of their mind and whatnot and just push forward. In order to push forward, you got to bring out some unpleasant or some ground, ground-shattering truths and realities. Yeah, because cause what, you, what you teach is definitely, definitely reality, man, and very logical. Thank you. And um, I'm going to go back to listening. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, the, the, the human race, their father is a, is a male animal. Whether that male animal sperm be the jack or the dog or the monkey, that's where, that's where the sperm from the, for the, the creation of the human come from, from animals. The sperm come from animals for the humans, and the egg is the so-called black female, the black woman. The so excuse me, the black female. I don't want to call them the black woman because she was, you know, the ones who were born here on the earth, the ones who were disconnected from Amun, those are the ones they used. All right? So we're going to get back into this roots thing, you know, with Mr. Alex Haley and his lie. Because, like I said, they needed to anchor us, the so-called white men, they needed to anchor us to a fake history. They needed a fake history to anchor us to. And that fake history became Africa or Pan-Africanism. This is around the same time. See, they started pushing the whole African thing in the 60s. You see, they started pushing the whole animal, they started pushing the whole uh, uh, thing in, in uh, uh, the Pan-African thing in the 60s. You see, that's where that come from. You see. All right. So that, what does that tell you? They tell you that you know, our people came here through slavery. That our people came here and, you know, we 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 came on slave ships. And a lot of you so called black people, y'all wanna ride with that narrative, especially the Israelites. See, y'all Israelites are simple as hell, man. I'm gonna just say it like that, you Israelites that believe y'all just you know why y'all you guys are dangerous and simple minded at the same time? Because you buy into this whole African slave thing. You buy into this, and you also buy into this lie that we all the same. We all come from um, one God, and that we come from some Esau and Jacob and all this nonsense. I'm going to get on you guys, man, because y'all the ones, along with a lot of the Muslims, y'all still push this black, we came over here locked in chains and from Africa somewhere. Let me ask you a question. You ever think, I want you ever ask yourself, why are we referred to as African Americans, yet the white man is not referred to as a European American? Why is he not referred to as European-American and we're referred to as African-American? Why are they referring to Asians as Asian-Americans? Huh? Why? 
and they don't refer to them by because you got they're divided into groups as uh, Chinese, Japanese. They classify them all as Asian Americans, Filipino. They classify Koreans. They classify all those people as Asian Americans. They classify us as African Americans, yet we are not linked to any of those countries in Africa. We're not linked to any of those countries in Africa. We don't have no connection to any of those countries in Africa. So why are they calling us African American? The so-called white man, he don't call himself European American. Why he don't call himself a European American? Because they like to play the game of confusion. You see, they wanted us linked to Africa really bad because what that does is it washes away the, you know, it, it helps to keep the lie going. And they got people like Jesse Jackson, who's on their team. He boule, that nigga. You know what I'm saying? They used Jesse Jackass and Al Sharpton and all them other people. Uh, they, Jesse Jackson was the first one to push the whole uh, African-American thing, you know. And, you know, and Alex Haley was on board, too. I'm going to get back into the roots. We're going to take a small break. We're going to get back into the roots. I'm going to break all this down. We'll be right back.
Now I want to go into this even deeper because I know when I said the thing about how how our people, the almond race, how we were the first scientists or what I call experimentalists, because, again, the, the, the white man was not the first scientist. I told you everything these Caucasians and all these scientists do, they learned it from someplace else, okay? And they wasn't the first ones to do it. Our people was the first ones to do experimentation of genetic structure and, you know, breeding breeding uh, uh, humans and breeding life. We was the first ones doing all that, and that's factual. They tell you about so-called uh, doctors and physicians and scientists need you, but they always want you to see, again, this is why they link you to this whole primitive African thing, because in linking you to the whole African thing, it makes you think, because they show you this image of Africa, right, and they show you the tribal people, and they'll tell you that all the Africans are tribal people, and they primitive, they don't go nowhere, they're just primitive people. They don't want to say, you know, that's why they want to link you to that, to make you think that you come from a bunch of primitive tribal people who are uh, who don't think on, who only think on a low level and things like that. This is why they want to link you to the African thing because they already basically told you that this is what the Africans are from those 1940 and 30 pictures of Tarzan movies and all the stuff, those early movies they made you the African savages. Then they turn around and say that's where you come from. Then they turn around and say that's where you come from. See, they don't want to tell you that you was the people traveling from all over and traveling into America, setting up societies and empires, the serpentine empires. That could be proven, you see. But they don't want you connected to that. See, because to connect to that means to connect forward and to start looking further and evolving out of where we are right now. They have to keep us in a state of, you know, standing still, letting us think we African American and we come from Africa, that from some tribal people, but we don't know where these tribal people are, or this tribal place y'all supposed to. Come. We just gonna call y'all all African American, which is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. And they get a simple-minded Negro to co-sign on it, like Jesse Jackson, to push it. They didn't want to push it themselves, but trust, they used him to push that. So now back to this thing I was saying about the use of the eggs uh, or the uh, um, the eggs of the so-called black female, and the animal genetics. Yes, it was used. Yes, they did use the eggs of the so-called black female, and they used animal genetics. They used gorillas. They used monkeys. They used jackals or dogs and whatnot to mix in with her egg and put it in a test tube, which you would call a test tube, and they did submerge these tubes, these test tubes in water or these pods or whatever you want to call them into water. This was your first form of um, producing life in the waters, you see. Or what they call in science, they do it in smaller phrases, what they call petri dish. All this water is, see, the reason why they put it in water is because water carries electrical power through it. It carries current through it. And anything that carries current or power makes things grow. So when they submerge the, um, the egg or the ovary of the so-called black woman, um, encased it in the animal with the in with the animal genetic. They merged together and they started producing people. They actually started producing people. People started crawling out of the damn waters, covered in fur. This is where your humans came from. The first ones that came up on the shores was your East Indians. They used the black woman's egg, her mitochondria DNA, your so-called African Eve, as they say, your African Eve, right? They used her. Genetic material. I'm going to go deeper into it. See, I, I didn't mean to get off into this. It's supposed to be something else, but I'll go deeper into this. So they used her genetic, 
because uh, she was the ones who were born on earth, the ones who were descendants of the almond yet born on earth, they used her eggs. You see, because like I said, we already had the reptilian structure and genetic material when we came here. We started picking up and growing that into that. We started growing these things as we came here. So she had the eggs, fallopian tube and all. They just took her eggs and used it and sold it into the sea, and they would just, you know, because their whole idea was to make a two-legged animal that would work. They wanted the male species of the dog. They wanted the male species of the ape. They wanted the male species because the male species would be thought to work harder. So they would use the male species, but they would use the female. That's why I said they don't have no father. When I say they're bastards, they don't have any father. They don't have any real human father. You see? Why you think there's an African Eve and they don't tell you about the father of the human race? Why are they telling you about the mother of the human race? But where's the father of the human race? Anybody got an answer for that? Why, if, if they're saying that the human race is linked by the mitochondria DNA of the so-called black woman, then how come they classifying the human race as a species of animal? Where does the animal genetic come from? Where does that link to animal come from if you're saying that the mitochondria DNA is in the black woman? Surely you're not calling the so-called black woman an animal. That's been proven that she don't have no animal genetic. So what is the animal connection coming in if you're calling the humans an animal race? This is from their scientists. Where does that come from? And yes, they can merge two different species of being. They can merge animals together with our genetic. They did merge them, and they did lay them in water, and they used that current, which produces power that makes things grow. That's what started to grow out of it. If they sat it in the water, and they would let it sit, and they would start to grow out of those pods, and they would crawl, crawl, uh, crawl up on the ocean. You see? And like I said, your scientists use animal parts. So why, how are they able to use animal parts if the humans are not animals? And where does the animal link come from? I, I just want to know. Exactly, the aquatic apes. The aquatic apes. That's what that really, that's where they come from. You see, why are your East Indians being born with animals? Why are humans being still born with tails? Why are they being born with tails? And they remove the tails at the birth. Why they got animals? Where does this genetic come from? Where they growing tails? They got pictures of these East Indians got hind legs like dogs coming out of their chest. Got head covered in fur. That's all animal. Uh, those are all animal traits. Where does this come from? If I'm making this up, where does this come from? Make that make sense to me. If I'm making any of this up. Because I know it sounds a little over the top and whatnot, but that's fine. Like I said, a lot of times reality is way more than what you think it is. Reality, like I said, a lot of people are not ready for reality. You see? But let me get back to this fraud, Alex Haley. They used Alex Haley's roots. They wanted, they needed a so-called black man. They they usually get behind this. Like they, they looked at the work he did on Malcolm X, that biography of Malcolm X. Because first, Alex Haley was an agent. He worked for Playboy magazine. He was well-liked amongst the Caucasians. He was a good boy. So they basically, he, and when he did the Malcolm X thing, they were basically sending him out to spy on Malcolm X. And a lot of the Malcolm X biography, he, he added things to and lied and made up, okay? So they knew he was, he had, this man had no real integrity whatsoever. All he cared about was some money. And they say he was a sodomite, but that's another story. They claim he was a sodomite, which I think, I shouldn't think is true. You know, once they like that, they don't really got no real integrity. But anyway, so they just, when, when he set up here and started this Roots thing, and here it is. Uh, um, it was published, by, I forget, by the um, company that published. I'm going to look right now because I got it up here. Um, 
because the suit got settled for five hundred thousand dollars. All right, the suit got settled for five hundred thousand dollars. Alex Haley agreed to pay Bashida Maryland author five hundred thousand dollars today publicly. This is in the back of the seventies. Uh, publicly expressed re- um, regret that portions of his nineteen sixty seven. Uh, see, the white guy wrote this book in 1967 called The African had found their way into Alex Haley's best-selling book, Roots. This nigga stole right from another man's book. That show you that he, he you are, he he's the you know who he is he's the he's the um past um he's the he's just like like the Negroes um that copy from me. They ain't got no shame to act like they'll just copy right from the act like they wrote. It. See. He paid this guy five hundred thousand. Now the court made him um and um Bashida Maryland, this guy Howard Corlander, right? That he plagiarized this guy's book. The whole character of Kunta Kente comes from this guy's book. The whole part of slavery and one, because that's the biggest part of the book. Kunta Kente and the people being he being taken and brought. So they had to put that on there. Notice that's a very small part of the movie. In the beginning of the Roots, they put this African thing on there. He with his father and all of them, and Kunta Kente and, you know, the African thing. And then Kunta Kente gets snatched up. His whole African experience is very small and minute because they had to make something up because so-called black people started inquiring about slavery and looking beyond slavery, and they didn't want you to discover what was beyond slavery, which is the fact that, our people did not come here on no African slave ships or no uh, or no European slave, whatever, no African slave trade. Our people was already here being kidnapped and being put into slavery. You see, they had to use that in roots to attach that part to it, and they ended up paying this guy $500,000. Now, ABC and uh, um, uh, the pub, the book cup publishing company that published his book, they knew about They said Corlander's suit cited 81 uh, mostly brief passages, allegedly similar to novels. He copied like 81, uh, 81 passages from this guy's book, and he had to pay this guy money because ABC, they they had this thing going big, man. This was a miniseries now. Millions of dollars was spent in this thing. But yet, and it said, uh, but royalties had topped $2.6 million on hardcover sales of the paperback book Roots. This guy wrote the book The African in 1967, a white man, and Alex Haley, he had, I'm, I'm thinking if we just send this to slave, why you got a comp- copy from a white man's book about slavery? Because Alex Haley's a liar. He was, he might have talked, he might, when he talked about his family's part in the whole slavery thing, he probably came to them with just the part of slavery, like the part with Tizzy, the bed winch, and, and, and Chicken George and all that. That part was real. But they was like, well, no, we need an African connection to it, so we have to link the whole African thing to it. Because they was like, okay, yeah, we know about the slave part, but we want to show the African connection. Because they wanted to push the whole African thing. So this is where the guy started copying. Because remember in the 60s, like I said, they was pushing the whole African thing. That's where all that Kwanzaa garbage come from and that guy, Karenga, whatever that guy is. Guys are ages, man. They come with this whole African thing to push on our people, man. This nonsense, we come from Africa. So Alex Haley had to pay this guy $500,000, right? ABC people, they, everybody hushed this up. This guy's name was Howard Corlander. Look this guy up in the 70s. Alex Haley had to pay this guy. Why are they still promoting this as Alex Haley's um, um, family story? Why are they not being truthful saying that Alex Haley plagiarized somebody else's book? Why are they still promoting this as his family is some Af- people that some, um, his forefather named Kunta Kente came from Africa somewhere and was taken and put in slavery? Why are they still promoting that lie? And notice, they didn't even get a real so-called African. They got an American to play this guy. 
LeVar Burton? Why they didn't get a so-called African? You see? A tribal African, or what they say an African is. Why they didn't get that? Why they get an American black man, so-called black man, to play, his, uh, play that role? You see? Why are they still promoting this as Alex Haley's? Well, why are they not telling? Why are they not promoting the African with a character Kunta Kente? Because they want you to believe that this character Kunta Kente was real. They still want you to believe that. And they came back out in 2014, 15, or, or something like that, and they redid Roots again, and they still promoting this as Alex Haley's family saga, American family saga. You know what I'm saying? They still promoting this as, as reality of what, what his family went through, the whole Kunta Kente and everything. So what does that tell you? They, the white man don't care. He'll he'll pay hush money to keep a lie going, man. Like he paid hush money to keep the lie going that them two white boys, the Wyshevsky brothers, wrote um, the Terminator and wrote the Matrix. When you know damn well Sophia Stewart wrote that. They'll pay. They'll keep lies going. They'll conceal lies. But see, the truth is coming out. The reality is coming out. That's it, man. It's all a fraud, man. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is exposing Pan-Africanism and the big line on Alex Haley's book, Roots? Basically that we have no African connection. We, were, we are descendants of the Olmecs, the Inca, and the Aztec, the mind, the people who built the first societies over here. All you got to do is look at bronze people, the average so-called black person, so-called black person, the bronze person face over here, and you can look back at the Olmecs and you'll see that. You got these damn Mexicans got the nerve to sit up here and act like the Olmecs. They come from the Olmecs. They had the nerve to put their damn face next to an Olmec face. Trying to show, oh, I see our lips and our nose. If you damn Mexicans got any thick lips and broad nose, that come from you mixing with us, man, down the line. That's not y'all, because there ain't ever no real such race as Mexican. There's no such thing. Just like ain't no such thing as no American Indian. It's a lie, man. Alex Haley's book is a lie, man. Why must uh, this be exposed? Get rid of this African thing, man, because like the brother said, too many of you Negroes still getting mad over this whole thing when you tell the truth that our people were the real Americans here, that we the only real Americans here, and that we are the descendants of the first uh, uh, society builders here. And like I said, the white man know about the Olmecs. You see, they know about, they didn't just come across, they know about the Olmecs, they knew about the Aztec, all that what you call an American, uh, um, American Indian culture is from the so-called Aztec and the Inca. That's what they don't want to tell you. Why they don't link them people to the Aztec and the Inca? Because they know the further back they link them, they're going to start to build the bronze people. They don't want to do that. Who told this lie to us and why? They use people like Alex Haley. They use people like the so-called white man. They use people like Alex Haley. They used uh, a lot of these pro-black Negroes pushing that pan-African garbage. They used a lot of them. And they still use them today. And they're pushing the whole pan-African thing over again, all over again. Was there really an African slave trade briefly? A small even now, Tariq Nasheed saying it, man. Tariq Nasheed, at one point in time, you was pushing the African thing, but now you starting to get on the indigenous thing and foundational Black Americans. Now you saying a small percentage. You wouldn't saying that before, but okay, Tariq. Okay, now you waking up. You know, you wouldn't say you still got that flag, that foundational Black Black American foundational Black American, but and you still using the terminology Black, and you still got fifteen twenty six up there as to what we was here. I don't know where you get that from. How you going to say 1526 but then turn around and say, yeah, we, we was linked to the Olmecs and we could have been linked. You, you, you know, you're still dancing around it. But, you know, whatever. Why are black people called African American? Because they want to link us to a tribal culture, a tribal divided people, a bunch of people who they claim is savages and people who don't do anything. That's what the whole thing is. They don't want to link us or 
ties to people who built societies and empires and traveled the world. They don't want to show you like that. See, because then that shows that you've out done them. You was traveling the world way before they even was before they got out the damn caves. You see, you was traveling the world first. They don't want to show you as a world traveler, as a continental person, as a planetary person, as a one as the ones who set the first governments and societies. But ask yourself this question: Why they get Benjamin Banneker, a free man, to set up the the whole structure, the uh, the architecture, and the layout of D.C. Why didn't get them Caucasian smart white people? Why didn't they use them? The the master white race. Why didn't they use none of their people? Because they didn't know the land because they wasn't here. We were. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we thank. And then Amen we continue forward forever. I want everybody to share this broadcast everywhere. Maybe to wake up some of you people who are still in darkness and blackness. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you.